0: You're listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. Now, the Salvation Army, of course, is worldwide. We've got listeners from all around the world, and, and this is not exclusive to the United States, but we're living in a post-COVID world. You know, how did the church respond during Covid And now what does it look like post-COVID? We did have purpose in and through and remain purposeful as Christian people in a a world that literally is lost, looking for hope. Um, But I want to dive in a little further and see what is happening in your communities and what does it look like outside of the physical walls of your church? Some of you have had uh, some pretty dynamic ministry that didn't involve uh, a building, perhaps, Let's start there. Who's got a good story or an example of that kind of ministry?
1: Um, the first couple of weeks of COVID, everything
0: shut down. All the food pantries,
1: mostly run on seniors and elderly folks who could not come out safely. Uh, and so really the Savish Army and our local food bank, we were the only ones left. And so we said, okay, we got to figure this out. The staff started getting really nervous because they're, all their co-people are home. And uh, they're like, well, we need to work from home. And I'm I'm trying to encourage them saying, "Well, that's that's not my my role. Like I can't go home and so we have to be here and I, and I need some staff. I need some help and so we put the plexiglass up uh and decided okay, that's going to kind of keep us safe and and luckily we renovated a building that gave us this beautiful window that we could crank open and we had a lovely flower bed that we converted into a uh food food box shoot. And we were just like shoot these boxes <laughs> out at people. Uh, and uh, I think the the hardest thing for me was just the, uh, the compassion fatigue, uh, mm-hmm. that I think is real. Mm-hmm. And when you're, you're looking at, I mean, we were doing over, you know, 88 to a hundred boxes a day and, mm-hmm. and the people would just come and we'd like yell out the windows, stay six feet apart. And it was just crazy. <laughs> uh, but in the moments of that, like, uh, we realized that became our ministry, and mm-hmm. then calling out to the soldiers and saying, you need to come in and, and help make these boxes up, and, and a lot of them, that gave them that encouragement mm-hmm. because now they had a mission. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of been on our heart for some time to be more um, community-based in our approach, and so uh, my wife initially began being more community-based by putting together um, youth programs in a box. I, I forget this. Maybe it was three six 12, three sixteen 316 in a box, and so... She did that. She did like three rounds of that. And then eventually um, we decided to go uh, to one of our local communities Sunday afternoons. um, And we do praise and worship. I'll do some praise and worship. I'll give a Bible message, right? And then we'll feed them. So we normally feed anyway, but, you know, interestingly enough, not surprising, but we, a lot of times we'll feed and then we'll pack up, you know, and the bread of life, right? You know, So we've been excited to be able to just give a Bible message and what's coming out of those um, intersections. It's that, you know, we're getting to know names that we wouldn't otherwise know. And, and my life has really been energized by that. And so have I. I and mean, you know, for most of us, COVID has been emotionally draining, you know, spiritually draining. And so this has given us life in that, yeah. okay, we do have, there is a purpose in all this. Um, you know, there, there's a sense that I've had at times of like, am I doing enough? You know, and not am I doing enough service. Again, we have plenty of service things that we do. But. Am I doing enough for the kingdom? Am I doing enough for the kingdom? And I think for us, that's what spurred us to be more digitally based initially, because that's an extension. Okay, I could do that. Right? Okay, now what else can we do? So, okay, parking lot price. It's simple. You know, it's not superscripted. And I think that's something that probably any churchgoer needs to hear, that it doesn't have to be complicated. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, preach the Bible. The DNA of the Salvation Army is soup,
0: soap, and salvation. The early day Salvationists were going out and beating a drum in the streets, and bringing uh, the message of the love of God and helping people get cleaned up, back on their feet, putting some food in their bodies, which made them more apt to listen to the gospel message. So uh, you've not stumbled upon something new. I think uh, you've been reinvigorated with something that's been in you. That's pretty awesome.
2: Lord, help us if we forget and go back to the way we used to do it, that we forget to just make connections with people. You know, we don't have to be scholarly, we don't have to be eloquent, just be compassionate. Just love people.
0: Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.